Oh, Steve, how was your vacation? Oh, it was pretty good. I met a dog. Yeah, a dog was really nice. He taught me how to love. He taught me to be a friend. He taught me really what life's all about. That's a weird vacation, Steve. Yeah. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Two Guys Top Five, where we take everything movies and we make them into lists. On this side of the table, it's me, Brandon Wake, and on that side of the table, that's my good buddy, Lucas Swanson, coming up with an intro. What's going on? I'm your father. <laughs> sure, we'll take it. We'll like, hey, <laughs> hey, we're back. It's been a while. It's been a us. long while for <laughs> us. We were on vacations, separate vacations, not together, not together. Sadly, not together. Yeah, yeah. that's actually true. <laughs> Both fraught with misery, but that's a different story for a different time. <laughs> you want to know about our vacation and the misery that went on? Go ahead and give us a shout out. Give us an email. We'll give you the lowdown. <laughs> it involves plane hijacking and murder. He's not even lying. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your vacation, bud? Was it good? It was other than, <laughs> other than the the apparent. Yeah, it was. It was good. I just. I went to Seattle, and Seattle as a city, it's, a, it's too much city for me. Yeah. I'm not a city guy, so I didn't like that. But we stayed on West Seattle. Oh. Beautiful West Seattle. On the beach, you get this big open bay with these mountains and, like, oh. this cute shop street that just had, like, all these local... Like a boardwalk? Yeah, basically like a boardwalk that had, like, all these really good little restaurants that were all locally owned and just awesome. I'm not a chowder guy at all, but I had chowder at Duke's Chowder. Well, you got to get seafood chowder when you're down in the, uh, any coastline. I It was, like I said, I don't even like chowder. That was one of the best things I've ever eaten in my life was Duke's chowder. So you get a chance to eat Duke's chowder over at Duke's. Duke's, hit us up. Let's uh, get some get something going here. How's that, how's that sound? Yeah, just talk to us, man. We'll get you going. <laughs> We'll give you but that. yeah, that's that was that's kind of the gist of mine. You 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 went to Asbury. <laughs> Asbury. Buried my ass. That's what I did. No, I went to Pennsylvania first. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Allentown, Coopersburg area. And then we were supposed to go to Philly. That didn't happen because of circumstances. Then we went out to Jersey for the rest of the vacation. Went to Asbury. <laughs> and we stayed in a place called Coltsnick. But that's not how they pronounce it. <laughs> what do they pronounce Coltsnick. it? Coltsnick. Coltsnick? Coltsnick. And I stayed at the Coltsneck Inn. Coltsneckin. 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 <laughs> yeah. C-O-L-D. Colt. Or no. no, sorry. No, no, Colt. I'm sorry. I fucked up. C-O-L-T. It is a Colt. It's a, okay. it's like a, it is a horse place. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like a horse's neck. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the town. But no, it's Coltsneck. Coltsneck. It's where the boss is from, apparently. Oh. Nobody knows how to drive in Jersey. Found that out pretty quick. Because <laughs> they don't have speed limits there. What? I didn't see a single fucking speed limit sign. <laughs> All the, like, pipe ways highway bullshit whatever they call it i don't care uh-huh. and fucking jersey they they have like signs that are automated that they change the speed limit oh. on depending on like conditions i assume okay but they have that maybe every 50 miles so Jeez. <laughs> everybody either, either you're going too slow or you're going too fast mm-hmm. but that yeah would be, that would be awful <laughs> let me tell you it's stressful <laughs> do you think you grew as a person while you were there Got more bitter, probably, so... That is growth. It is growth. What, Speaking of growth... What are we... T- Let's not speak about growth. Let's speak about character development. <laughs> character growth, character development, character arcs, whatever. Let's do it. Yeah, so this week we are going to talk about our favorite movies that have the best character growth, per- character development, and so on and so forth. Real quick, let me stop you there. Did you watch any movies? 
in the last two weeks? Well, technically, I have watched quite a few movies in the last two weeks. I in have fact, too. You want to go over them a little? On my, on my plane ride back from Seattle, we had a screen with free movies. Oh. So I got to watch two new movies what on the watch? plane. Uh, first, I watched Isle of Dogs. How was it? You know, I liked it because it's Wes Anderson, and you, it's like, yeah. I, I just really like Wes Anderson's style, and I think that's the main reason I liked it. But man, that it like tries to have this underlying like political theme. But it's an underlying theme that comes up and punches you in the dick. Oh, it's not subtle. Yeah. Oh. And uh, I do like it though because you can't say it without saying "I love dogs." Yeah, that's good. I love dogs. <laughs> but um, it's it was good. I liked it. I liked the like animation decisions and stuff. Oh. Um, the characters were fun because I mean, all the characters are the same in Wes Anderson movies though. It's just basically what story they're put in. Yeah. But whatever. I love it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. And then after that, I watched uh, Game Night. How was Game Night? Game Night was fun. It was a good time. I wouldn't call it good at all, though. <laughs> like, a shitty fun movie? Yeah, That'd it was. Be, it was a good time. Like there's, that. there's this like five minute scene where Jason Bateman he got shot in the arm, and he tries to get his wife to take the bullet out with like they just stop at like a Walgreens and pick up what they can to take a bullet out of somebody's arm. Oh, and so it's Jason Bateman trying to like walk her through it, and he's like so. You just take, you just make a small incision over the wound, and she like makes like a four inch cut, <laughs> and, and he's like small, small incision. What is this? And eventually, like, um, she's like, I don't think I can, I don't think I can, and he's like, don't you do that, you know, don't you? And it's just like five minutes of them just like dry heaving between the two of them. That's pretty good. That was the highlight of the film for me. Uh, but I mean, it was okay. I feel like if you like. If pretty much if you like Jason Bateman, period. It's just a, it's a dumb watch movie. Yeah, if you like Jason Bateman, go ahead and give it a watch because it's it's basically just Jason Bateman the movie. Yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with that, I guess. Yeah. How about you? I rewatched Lego Batman because it was on in the hotel room, and I'm Good like, choice. Let's rewatch this. <laughs> still holds up. I still very much enjoy. It. Michael Sarah is the oh my star God. of that movie. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Best part is Robin for sure. Easily, just <laughs> always a good rewatch. And then, um, while we were trying to sleep before our 4 a.m. fucking flight, we watched uh, the new SpongeBob movie. Oh, really? It's really weird. Is it? Yeah. I, they looked really weird. I, I enjoyed it, but I don't think I should have. <laughs> there, it's. We didn't catch the whole thing, so we come in like the part where him and Plankton are time traveling to fix a mistake. They like buddy up and time travel. And they end up in this like space triangle with a like a dolphin wearing a cape that overlooks Saturn, and that is his <laughs> job. But it is played by um, the guy who is the son of the boss in IT Crowd. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the toast and toast of yeah. London. Ray yeah. bloody purchase. <laughs> the dolphin is played by him, so I was instantly like, because <laughs> I love him. He's got that classic English voice, and that's all he yes. does. But he's a, he's a dolphin wearing a cape that shoots lasers out of his his balls. <laughs> you know, it's what is this movie? It is definitely worth a watch just for that. Okay, so I'm down. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, that was. <laughs> That was about that. Uh, I would I would say though, based on what our subject is today, um, the character growth in both the movies I watched was actually pretty good. It was well yeah. done, uh, even in Game Night, because Game Night Jason Bateman's character is pretty much all about uh, he's overly hyper competitive, mm-hmm. um, as well as his wife. But 
his reasoning for being so competitive is his brother was such a success story and always won when he was a kid that he always wanted to try and beat him, but he never did. And um, his brother comes back into town and ends up getting like kidnapped during one of his game nights oh. where he's set up like a murder mystery where he's going to get kidnapped. But like, so that's a fun scene too, is when he's getting like truly kidnapped and fighting off these people kidnapping him. Like the rest of them are just sitting on the couch, like eating cheese. And they're like, this is really good. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to give that a watch. It's, it sounds like a dumb fun time. It, it, it's fun. It is. And uh, like by the end of the movie, like the, the older brother like realizes how much of a shitty brother he was. And Jason Bateman realizes how good of a person he really is. And that whole thing, everyone else is kind of just like there for, laughs yeah like they're jason bateman and his brother only characters that are there for like real reasons yeah Fine. and isle of dog is isle, isle of dogs is um brian cranston's character is the only one that really grows in that one so not not necessarily good examples but there are some characters i'd say there's some pretty good growth in lego batman yeah he there's le- yeah he learns to you know have a family again yeah no 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 <laughs> That's my personal favorite part. I of didn't that movie. get violently ill after watching it this time, though. <laughs> so that was good. <laughs> the first time we went to see it, we saw it at a theater near his house. That's it was like a little like a, local mom yeah, and pop shop nice. kind of thing. And we were yeah. like, we walked in and we we're like, oh, they have beer. Let's grab a beer. And we went into the theater and we were the only adults <laughs> that didn't and, have kids. And while we're sitting down, all we hear is, <coughs> and we're sitting there with our beers, just going, oh no. <laughs> This isn't good. Yeah, so needless to say, we got sick as good. Yeah, we got the flu. <laughs> Do we have much more enjoyable when I know I'm not going to die afterwards? <laughs> but no, Lego Batman's actually a really good example. There's a lot, all the characters have a good arc to their, they do. their stories. I don't know if Robin does, though. Robin kind of does, because he, he realizes, like, he's not just some orphan kid, and he, huh. he has a so. home. He's really Michael Sarah. He's just Michael Sarah. <laughs> That's a good movie. I love that movie. All right. Well, I would say let's do some honorable mentions, but I had a fucking rough ass time doing yeah. this list. Yeah. So I don't want to do honorable <laughs> mentions. Also, we uh, we talked about uh, what, how we made our lists, uh, and we kind of went at this at different angles, but we're going to kind of meet in the middle. Yeah. I, I thought about movies with characters that had good... Mm-hmm. Growth. Good arcs and development. Yeah, and yeah. you just thought about the characters, so we're just going to meet in the middle and just do movies. Because yeah. <laughs> compromise I mean, and do your thing. Well, <laughs> in a way, I also did your thing. I just right. I wrote down the movies and not characters. Yeah, so. I just had like specific characters that I thought of. But so we'll talk about the the characters yeah. definitely. Yeah, there you go. We're gonna meet in the middle. Yeah, we're gonna do I... my thing. <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch Rules of Engagement? It's been a long time. I love Rules of Engagement, uh, and Patrick Warburton's character. Is the happily quote unquote uh, married man? Shitty stereotype. I know, but like marriage is a prison. (laughs) Why'd you get married? That whole show is like he's the stereotypical toxic masculinity guy, but like he really has a heart and he really like loves his wife. Um, Any Patrick Warburton character, (laughs) yeah, pretty much. And uh, he's talking to his buddy Adam, and he's like, "Yeah, Audrey wanted a cat once, and I didn't want a cat." So we compromised and got a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> like, you say it's a stereotype, but I live with that. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Well, let's get into it, shall we? I don't know, we're at 12 minutes. Are we at 12 minutes? Y'all, it has been a long time. <laughs> Are we rusty? Probably. Let's shoot the shit a little bit, then. I think we have shot enough shit. Have we? Did we shoot that shit? 
Shoot it! Shoot it! Bang, bang, bang! Bang, 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 bang! Bang, pew, pew, pew. Bang, bang, bang. Your no. guns are bigger. <laughs> They're not. They're just louder. Apparently, two weeks vacation is too much time. (laughs) You know what? I'm sure we could stretch this into a full hour. We could do it. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. If not, you guys are going to hear us ramble quite a bit at the end. (laughs) (laughs) That or you're going to have a nice short episode as a return. Hey, listen. Boosh. That's my shotgun noise. Boom. 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 Bang. Old westerns. Can we talk about old westerns really quick for a second? Ricocheting bullets. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Quality audio we're giving our listeners right now. Holy work. I should probably bring up my list. Yeah. Okay. Um, I start this week. So start. Maybe I will. Alrighty. Let's kick this off. Top five character developments in movies. Hewing away at number five. <laughs> Talked about this movie two weeks ago? Three weeks ago. 96. The Birdcage. Oh. The Birdcage. The sun, particularly in The Birdcage. Yes. He's a piece of shit when the movie starts. He is. Like, throughout that entire movie, he's a piece of shit. And mm-hmm. then he, you know, realizes that maybe he's... Being a dick. Yeah, like, I remember when I was watching that, because I did watch that movie. I forgot to tell you. Yeah, that's right. I did watch it, and... No, you told me you were watching it. You snapped me the entire time oh, while right. I was in Jersey. <laughs> um, I, I watched it, and the second he his character comes up, and he's like, um, we need to hide Albert, and we need to we need to make it look like you're not gay. Like, we need to change Oh, yeah, he's you. a fucking piece and of I'm shit. And I'm sitting there like, fuck you, change... Am I supposed to, like, like this guy? No, you're or not. agree with this no, guy? No, the whole point is... I did. Oh, yeah, no, totally. You're not supposed to like him. He's a piece of shit he really is yeah yeah for sure and even even the rest of the characters do have some some growth i don't know if the senator does i don't think he really does i think he's still in his path i I feel like he lightens up on it in the end but i would assume he's still playing a republican senator that's against the homosexual community so i don't think he'd be like all of a sudden they're fine yeah and the fact that he drops the line of like I think homosexuals are destroying America. Like, that's an actual line that he says. I don't think there's, like, any coming back from that in the next hour and a half. (laughs) Miracles, man. (laughs) Movie magic. Because, like, Albert grows. He, like, relaxes a little bit, and he has more understanding towards his son. And Robin Williams grows because he has an understanding for his son, but also an appreciation for who he is and who Albert is. Yeah, because he, he like, tries to help him hide everything. Mm -hmm. And then in the end, he's like, no, there's, I'm not doing this. Yep. And I liked to break that movie down as um, Albert runs away, Robin Williams chases him. <laughs> like that's oh no, hundred percent. That's like it's the good. entire movie. Is it's just, a great movie though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. We can't get wrong with Robin Williams and Nathan Lane. Yeah, that's like, a that's a great combo. That's a great combo. I loved it. Yeah, Birdcage. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I so like we're starting out with that. I don't know why I put it at five, but we'll figure that out. <laughs> uh, should I? I should probably explain the movie first. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I talked. I, mean, to, I mean, kinda did. We talked about it in 96. Anyway, this uh, kid's getting married to a Republican senator's daughter, but his fathers are homosexual men who live above a nightclub called the Birdcage. Mm-hmm. And he's 
introducing her to them and or wait no she knows about them she knows about them yeah, yeah. he's it's introducing parents. her parents to yeah. him and in order to do that he's making them pretend that they're straight mm-hmm. and a bunch of fussiness ensues it's yeah. it's really good watch it it's good yeah it's good very very good That's there good is a man who can't wear shoes and he's the best part <laughs> he of the is movie. the best part of that movie <laughs> once again a little insensitive because it's the 90s because they have a uh they have hank azaria playing a guatemalan oh a guatemalaness <laughs> Can't wear shoes, though. Can't wear shoes. If you look past the uh, stereotyping, the shoe pit is good. Because <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with Guatemala at all. It's just this character's little shtick. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> all right. Uh, birdcage all set? Birdcage all set. Let's you to you. All right. My movie takes a little bit of a turn. Uh, I'm going Chiller to Men. Specifically, uh, Theo Farron, the main character played by Clive Owen. What happened to Clive Owen? He's still doing stuff, but it's like slowly. I don't know. There was that really, really high point of Clive Owen's Clive Owen. Shoot him up time? Yeah. Like he was in like everything that was action orientated. He was even in a couple rom coms. Then Gerard Wake, or not Gerard Gerard Butler. Yeah. Gerard Gerard Butler kind of took over for a little bit. He, they look alike. They do. And they're both English. Well, Gerard Butler is Scottish. And uh, Clive Owen is Brit or English, I think. Something like that. Yeah, but yeah, no. But anyway. He like kind of took over the spot. So yeah. So Children of Men is a phenomenal movie. If you haven't seen it, very good. Oh god, so good. Uh, it's basically about uh, a post-apocalyptic world, yes. basically, where people are no longer having kids because like, no, they, they can't. They can't because all the kids come out male. No. Uh, I think which one am I thinking of? You might be thinking of a different movie because the the start of this movie is the youngest person in the world dies. Oh, the youngest person in the world was like twenty seven or something like that. Oh, and um, I thought I thought it was that they all just came out men. That's, no, that's why it was the children of men. No, uh, children. It's, it's biblical. Yeah, I didn't go to church. <laughs> <laughs> what am so, I thinking of? I, I don't. I'll know. I'll figure it out. But uh, so no one can have kids anymore, and Clive Owen is just the, kind of this guy who's doesn't really care about it he's kind of a brooding piece of shit yeah and so he just is like live in life he mm-hmm. has a job which is rare in this time and um he ends up getting like caught up in this like activist group that claims that they figured out how to fix everything and they need to they need like an escort and he's the only one who can do it and he reluctantly says yes and he eventually finds out that the person that they're trying to transport is a pregnant girl and so that's kind of where the the story kind of takes off, and and everybody starts killing each other around him. <laughs> yeah, just murder. Just so much killing. He really just kind of goes, because like, it's, it's okay. You, plots out of the way. Fight. Because <laughs> you're like watching this like scene where they're just driving in a car for like 20 minutes, and then all of a sudden it's like civil war. It's just like, <laughs> but it's amazing. There's all these great one shots. Oh, it's so good. So good. But. Uh, the main character, Clive Owen's character, going from this this brooding guy who just doesn't care about anything, and by the end of it, like he is putting his all into saving this one girl, and like he he's really selfish in the beginning, and ends up you know risking everything to help this person. He pays the ultimate price. Yeah, I mean, you kind of see it coming, but yeah, oh, that one shot before it though, so fucking good. Just when he's oh. in the boat. No, no, no. The, the like the really long shot. Where oh he's yes, like, yes, yes, yes. Where he's running through the city. Oh god, it's beautiful. It's so good. That movie is amazing. They made grayscale apocalypse look good. Yeah, it's and that's beautiful and scary and awful at the same time. That's one thing that apocalypse movies lack is like that hint of color to mm-hmm. it, and it's really hard to pull off good grayscale. And yeah. they 
fucking killed it. It's so good. Uh, and unfortunately, though, I think the when I look at it, and it's my number five because there really only is only that one character yeah. that has that big growth. But it's a really good arc, and there's reason behind it and all of that. See, so. I, I find it with most movies that it's usually just one character that has a big growth. I actually, a couple of my higher ones... Oh. Um, it's like pretty much everyone involved has because I, I looked into I say that yes I looked into character growth and character arcs as a whole mm-hmm. and there's there's like basically different kinds of character arcs you know like um, the the nobody becoming the hero or the scoundrel um, finding himself or the villain finding himself and like things like that um, that's and there's so there's a bunch of different versions of it and like there's a couple of movies that I have where like all of those are represented basically um okay yeah clive owen on his own in that one watch children men so good it is i need to rewatch it i own it yeah but it's phenomenal it is shall we move on four 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 score seven years ago i was doing a golf joke i know but i said four score in seven years the king's game you know golf stands for gentlemen only ladies forbidden does it really yeah man the scottish (laughs) (laughs) my number four now i i put it at four because technically it's a book but it's had so many iterations of it i'm choosing scrooged oh with bill murray because i mean the whole the whole story is about character growth right yeah that's why i it's it's perfect i think it's one of the best iterations of the ebenezer scrooge like Christmas, the Christmas, uh, what's it called? Carol, Christmas Carol. Thank you. Yeah, that whole thing. But mm-hmm. I think this one's the best one, personally, other than Muppet. But that's, Muppet Christmas Carol. That's more of like a Christmas movie. This yeah. one's like yeah, I could watch this at any time. Yeah, I really could because it doesn't really have that Christmas feel to it. I mean, it does, but it, it does, but it doesn't because it takes place in Mike. Well, I shouldn't say modern, but <laughs> like an eighties, nineteen eighties New York. Yeah, where he's a businessman and the. Uh, the guy who's running around is a cabbie and like yeah it's good i really like you that's a good one yeah i totally forgot about that because i mean the whole the whole plot of christmas carol as everybody knows is uh ebenezer scrooge is just a old grumpy motherfucker Mm -hmm. who doesn't like giving away money and doesn't Mm -hmm. like helping anybody and then he gets visited by ghosts and they scare him to death and he's like okay i'll be good now (laughs) you boy what day is it (laughs) well it's christmas (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's the plot of scrooge i mean it's with bill murray though and it's and more, it's just modern. more modernized for the time. Yeah, I mean, it's everybody's seen a Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. I, and, I mean, I don't know if I don't know how you could go this far in life without it. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, not knowing like a, the story of Christmas. Well, unless you know, you don't follow Christmas even, as a holiday. Even then, it's just yeah, it's hard to avoid. Yeah, they thrust it at you pretty yeah. hard. And Scrooge is one of those like it's just a good movie. It's a good watch whether it's you. It's less of a movie about Christmas, more just a movie about like don't be a dick. Yeah, that's like it's pretty just, much. It just happens during Christmas. Yeah, like... <laughs> just like Bill Murray. Hey, quit being a dick. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. No, that's good. Scrooge. Yeah, but like I said, it's it's number four because there's yeah it is it is a story about character growth. Yeah, so I can't give it like props for being oh they did a really good job with the growth of this character because well that's the movie. Yeah, like... <laughs> that's the whole point <laughs> yeah exactly it'd be weird if he didn't grow if like, yeah you'll be dead soon cool great do i die with my money <laughs> sweet <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd actually kind of want to see that <laughs> you good i'm good my number four y'all number four my number four galaxy quest 
Galaxy Quest. Have we talked about Galaxy Quest yet? I think yet? we've we've mentioned Have we gone it 15 episodes without talking about Galaxy Quest? I think we've we've gone pretty far without talking Galaxy Quest. Um Galaxy Quest is the story. It's such a fun story. I love this. Um it's on uh, on <laughs> It's the story of basically like this show called Galaxy Quest, which is Star essentially Trek. Star Trek. Um is over and it's basically they they are living uh going from galaxy con to galaxy con which is you know trek con or star trek con or whatever it is uh and all the actors are kind of coasting off of this and they're all sick of it and then they get my favorite role for um tim allen well yeah tim (laughs) allen's garbage for everything no weaver no why would i say that alien Weaver. (laughs) get that alien out of this punum forgot about that one (laughs) No, uh, we need to dead. hire Sigourney Weaver. No, we don't. We just have to dress like her. <laughs> yeah, uh, Alan Rickman. Think Alan? Is it Rickman? Alan Rickman. It is Rickman. Okay. I'm now. You're making me second guess myself. Uh, my brain know. always says Tudyk, so I. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Tudyk. Tudyk. <laughs> it is Rickman, right? I'm fairly confident it's Rickman. Alan Rickman. Yes. Okay. Thank you. My brain. Yeah, it's just my brain that's like, no, that's wrong. It's Tudyk. <laughs> <laughs> Although. He would do great in that role. You do great in any role. He's You're right. He's just a perfect human being. I can't fault him. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. <laughs> I was running out of air, and I was like, I gotta get it in. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, they Tim Allen's character plays basically the Captain Kirk of the group, and he's loving it. He's he's totally okay with coasting off of it. And he gets visited by these people who are dressed up like the people in the show and saying that they need help. And he's like, oh, you need me to come to one of your one of your cons. Okay, I'll call the people and I'll have them come by. And then it turns out that they're actually real aliens and they beam them up to their spaceship because they truly need help from the greatest star commander in the galaxy. Because they think it's real. That's, they think they that the show... They like, base all their civilization off of this show that was beamed into space. Yeah, so, like, for some reason they got a, a hold of the signal through something and they took it as all, like, 300 episodes as just, like, a historical documentation of these people. And so they based everything, all their tech. So, basically, the show is real. Yeah. And... They get roped into it to like try and save this these people from. And this the is bad all like guy. twenty years after like it ended too. Yeah, so like because <laughs> there's a there's a pilot who was like literally a child in the show, and now he's like a thirty year old man. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> and it's it's just so much fun, and it's like it's actually a really good movie, and it's a good sci fi oh, movie. So good, and it's also hilarious at the same time. Um, but and the character development through it is fantastic because Alan Rickman is essentially suicidal at this point in the beginning of the movie because he hates he's, it. He's, he's Spock. He's he Spock. Is the Spock version, so everybody's always you know giving him the hand signal and and trying to and saying his uh, what um, is it by the hammer of uh, Graythor. Uh, no, it's not Graythor, is it? It's something like yeah. that. It's by it, the hammer of Glocktar. <laughs> <laughs> and he just hates it, um, and. Like Tim Allen is like this cocky go getter that doesn't care about anything and doesn't care about his career and doesn't care about anybody else. Uh, Sigourney Weaver is she was just the she was the woman she, like yeah, that was, <laughs> that was her whole role and like the computer only listens to her because in the show it only she always to had to say something to the computer yes. and then like the computer's like the engines are at ninety percent the engines are at ninety percent yeah I heard it the first time I have one job on this ship. <laughs> It's to repeat the goddamn computer. I don't know why that's my job, but that's what I do. 
It's so good. But oh god, the I just think the growth in it on all fronts, all the characters just oh, yeah, have they a all... great arc. Guy. <laughs> he was, I died. Uh, he was episode thirty seven. He's basically a red shirt in Star Trek, which is the one character that they bring on just to kill off so they mm-hmm. don't have to kill a main character. Yeah. And he had one role in thirty seven and he's like coasting off of it essentially. Well he's trying to like be a part of the show. Yeah. Even though he's really not. And it's, it's Sam Rockwell. So Yeah, and it's great. <laughs> And he tries to sacrifice himself That's at one right. point. I'm a red shirt. This is what I do. <laughs> and then he gets... Like, is there air? What is you don't know. What is, what is your name? It's Guy. <laughs> like, he has the most unassuming <laughs> name, even. <laughs> that, sh- that movie is... It's such a good movie. Literally one of my favorites of all time. And a big part of it is, like, the, the honest growth that you see throughout all the characters. Oh, yeah. Because everything that happens to them, it makes sense as to why they would change. It makes sense as to, like, the characters have power behind them. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I just, I love it. I love that movie so much. I'm 100% much. with you. <laughs> it's such a good movie. Such a great movie. Yeah. So that's my number four with all the growth. Great arcs. Better than McDonald's. Better than St. Louis. I, I get where you're... <laughs> Yeah, no. Fucking Galaxy Quest is <laughs> such a good movie. Love it. All right. We should move on, though. Yeah. We can't talk about Galaxy <laughs> We could talk about oh, Galaxy easily. Quest forever. I easily. will talk about Galaxy Quest forever, but we cannot Wait till that year. It. Wait till that year for best or top fives of our lives. That's lives. right. It did come out it's in a, our lifetime, didn't it? It's a pretty it? solid year, too. What year is it? 89. Uh, 99. 99. Yep. 99 was a hot year, man. Tonight we're gonna party like it's 1999. That is our intro for that. I hope you know. Yeah. Burn, 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 burn. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Number three. Coming at you strong, hard, just friends. Oh. Just friends. Went into the Christmas category again. <laughs> uh, you know, I have a hard time staying out of it. <laughs> and I don't even think of it as a Christmas movie, though. That's I really the, don't either. It's not. It's there's, a rom-com. It's not so a Christmas movie. There's so little Christmas in that it movie. It is a movie that takes place around Christmas. That's yep. all I think. Yep. It's not... Because Christ- I... I've never sat down at Christmas time like, let's watch Just Friends. It's my yeah. favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. It's like, no, it's a funny fucking stupid movie. Yeah, because Just Friends is always this movie to me where it's just like Christmas plays a part in it. Basically, that's the reason that he's in town. Yeah. And that's like it. It's the catalyst, but it's not like the driving force of, well, we let's learned learn a such a Christmas, Christmas miracle. Yeah. No, it's... Oh. Anyway, Ryan Reynolds' character, of course. Yes. Fat kid in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh Writes a professional love of love to his best friend mm-hmm. in high school. Jamie. 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 <laughs> and uh, in her yearbook, then the drunk fo- quarterback? Drunk football star. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't, know, I don't, I don't think they gave him like that, but he steals the yearbook, reads it to everybody. He gets embarrassed. Bike rides home. Flash forward to the future. He's an executive at Hollywood. He's fit. He's trimmed. He's Ryan Reynolds. Like, <laughs> That's all you really need to say. And he's dating a pop star played by Anna Ferris. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the, the container said microwavable. That's yeah, right. but the aluminum foil and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he has to take her to New Jersey. No, no, no. They get. Oh, they, he has to take her to New York. He has to take her to New York, but they get they get landed in New Jersey because, because she sets a plane on fire with. Yeah, <laughs> she sets a plane on fire, and there's also a snowstorm that keeps them there. Yeah. But he's from Jersey, and he's like, oh, shit, now I've got to go back to my main town because we don't have a place to stay. So he goes back to his mom's house mm-hmm. where his brother still lives. <laughs> <laughs> Mike! Mike, get off the phone! <laughs> 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 you a boinker or what? 
and he's forced to like reintegrate himself with all his high school friends and the and his best friend and the love of his life. Mm-hmm. And that's when he realizes that he wants to give Jamie another shot. Yeah, so he purposely starts staying there and like extending himself and like trying to be like he starts off by being like the Hollywood jerk bag that he became, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, I'm all cool." And then as he realizes that's not what he wants, he goes back to high school him where he like gets his retainer and like <laughs> he goes back to being too sensitive, <laughs> like my the Michael s- Bolton starter kit, my snow globe collection. <laughs> 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 so it's it's really a good thing of growth because you see him like change. He, he from, like works through it. He yeah. works through it and he realizes like. I just got to be me, you know, mm-hmm. like I can't be a douchebag, even though he is a douchebag. Like that's just his persona. Yeah. But like he can't be who he used to be. He can't be who he is now. He has to be who he needs to be. Mm-hmm. And I just love that movie. It's yeah, that's good. Yeah, actually, that's a really good example because like he he like is trying to grow. Yeah, but he's like forcing it. He's, he's growing he's not in the being, wrong directions. Yeah, and he's like not being honest about it. He's yeah. just like, oh, well, I need to be this. So I'll just be this. And it's like, no, you can't just be this like you need to. It has to be natural. You have to be your own person. Yeah. That's a good one. Thank you. That's good. Thank you. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. What's Bruce your Almighty? Am I wrong? It's my number one. Actually, Bruce Almighty is not a it's bad not, example. Not a bad pick, actually. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad example. Anyway, what's your number three? <laughs> my number three, I went with... Uh, see, this is another one where it's pretty much just one character throughout all of it. Uh, but it's Unbreakable. David oh. Dunn, Bruce Willis's character yes. in Unbreakable. Uh, Unbreakable is the story of David Dunn, who is played by Bruce Willis, is a security guard for a football stadium, and he has kind of like a, a broken relationship with his wife, but he has a son, and his son expects really big things from him because he heard about his you know, football career and how great his dad is and all this. And it actually opens up with uh, him on a train that crashes, and all like 200 passengers die other than him. So he's the lone survivor. And um, he ends up meeting up with the character Elijah, who is played by Samuel Jackson, Elijah Glass. And he's obsessed with superheroes and comic books. And he's convinced that David Dunn is a superhero and tries to convince him of this. And um, plot twist. M. Night Shyamalan. It's M. Night Shyamalan. So he is a superhero. <laughs> I only say that because Glass is coming out. Glass is and coming it out. Looks it looks pretty really good. Because... Good. <laughs> Spoiler alert, not really a spoiler alert, but Split is technically a, I, not a sequel, but like a connected universe. I didn't like Split as much as I wanted to. I liked Split, but I kind of expected it to be what it was, so I was okay yeah. with it. I didn't like it as much as I wanted to, but it get, it's giving us Glass an Unbreakable <laughs> sequel, so like... <laughs> I'm totally okay with it. Okay. Because <laughs> Unbreakable was supposed to be a trilogy on its own. It was supposed to be Unbreakable, Breakable, Broken. Yeah. Which would have been really cool. <laughs> yeah. That's too bad M.I. Shyamalan fucked up his career doing yeah. stupid I'm shit. I'm going to do Avatar. Ooh, you should not have done Avatar. M. I no. <laughs> <laughs> what if the aliens are defeated by water? Why'd they come Why would they Earth? invade a planet covered in water? <laughs> but anyway. The, it's not really a monster. It's a mentally challenged man wearing a mask. M.I. Shyamalan. <laughs> the village. <laughs> I didn't but, mind the village. I'm <laughs> are you serious? You didn't mind the village? I thought, like, up until the twist, it had a good thing going. Had yeah. it been an actual monster movie, I think the village would have been phenomenal. Yep, yep. And then, and then on top, like, I didn't mind the last twist. I think the also, last Adrian's was Brody's performance of a mentally challenged man was a little over the top. <laughs> Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. Brody Quest. Go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. But uh, David Dunn's character just going through this process of 
um, you know, reliving uh, his high school days and trying to realize, like, has he ever been sick? Has he ever been hurt? Has he ever, you know, screwed up anything in his, mm-hmm. like physically or, you know, anything like that? And slowly but surely he realizes, like, he never has. He's never been sick. He's never gotten injured. Um, and then he's also working with his wife to try and fix their marriage. But, like, he really just, like, has this no drive to fix it. He has no... he blames her for like why he doesn't have a football career because he was being scouted for professional teams um and then his relationship with his son gets like more and more in depth when he basically starts to believe that he may be a superhero and he would have been the best football player of all time though yeah like (laughs) people would have realized something was wrong (laughs) (laughs) but like it's really good i love that movie it's good and his development throughout all of it is really good it's a slow arc though it's a very slow burn it's an m9 Shyamalan movie yeah, like you basically you're just like watching this like little hill and then all of a sudden it just shoots up and then the movie ends like it's a very slow burning short rope on dynamite <laughs> yeah it's very short but it takes a while yeah it's good i oh, yeah. love unbreakable it's, that's, def- it's definitely worth a watch that's another one of my favorites i think a good character growth and good character development like you need that to make like a legitimately good movie in my opinion if no character does anything that what was the point there's no point thank you so yeah that's my number three unbreakable they alive damn it it's a miracle miracle. unbreakable (laughs) (laughs) them females are strong as hell unbreakable kimmy schmidt what happened to that it's still going on i know they split the last season in half i didn't i didn't think so i thought this i couldn't get into the second season i was just like man no Uh, Give it another try. <laughs> All right. Should we go on to number two? Number two. All right. You got to hear me out on this one. Mm. The original Iron Man has some of the best character development of any. Yeah. Any. Oh, yes. Yep. Superhero movie. We talked movie. about that yes. in the Marvel episode, actually. Of any superhero movie, it has the best mm-hmm. character development. Yeah. Because it's not just like, I'm a superhero. I'm instantly good. Mm-hmm. It starts off with him being a fucking weapon mongering warlord. Like, yep. yep. And he, That's a good point. And he learns to grow. Because even after he gets out, he's like, I'm going to build a fucking suit of armor that shoots missiles, and I'm going to go on terrorists. <laughs> like, that's his first thought. It's not like, I'm terrified of what I can do. And that's what it ends up being. Like, he actually grows into what Tony Stark is. Yeah. That's a that's a good point. That's that, why I, The only one that I think might... Um, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just talking arguing of, like... Superhero movies. Superhero with movies with the best arc. Uh, Doctor Strange. I almost put him on my list. Actually. Oh yeah, I think Doctor Strange. And... I feel like it's too quick, though. It is very. That's quick. why I think that's why I didn't go with it because mm-hmm. it's a little too quick. Yeah, because they don't really go into like Iron Man as a whole is yeah. basically his development as a exactly. character. Whereas... Doctor Strange is I'm a douchey doctor. I uh, I do things with my hands. Car accident. I hate this. I need to get better. I found God. It's not God. Well, mystics. Yeah. <laughs> Mystics. Quotation. That's the sound of my fingers going. (laughs) Laser. The other day, I was sitting in the living room, and I went, and the person across the room went, Tom and Jerry, and I was like, yes! (laughs) Where were you? I was at my Tina and Corey's, and it was Tina. Oh, Tina got it. She was like, boom, she got it. And I was like, that's why we're friends. That's fair. I wish I had friends. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Anyway, the original Iron Iron Man. Man. Uh, Tony Stark, weapon monger, monger, makes weapon. 
shows it off, gets captured by terrorists where he gets blown up in a Humvee and then he has shrapnel in his heart. So he mm-hmm. has to make a core that he puts in his chest that saves his life. And then he mm-hmm. makes a ar- suit of armor and he escapes. And then he makes the Iron Man suit. Then Iron Man happens. Yeah. And then Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. So, yeah. I think oh, that's that- another movie I watched. I forgot to tell you. The Fisher King. The Fisher King? I've the never Fisher heard King of that. The Fisher King with Jeff Bridges and Robin Williams. Oh. Yeah, it was on TV. How uh, was it? I liked it, but that's a really shitty character. What's Any- that? What is that about? Um... So Jeff Bridges plays a like shock jockey where he like a Alex Jones. Oh, okay. Where he's just a, a radio personality that mm-hmm. says uh, like shit, and he gets a call from a fan who constantly calls in. And he's like, "I met this girl at this, you know, one of those ritzy clubs, and I really like her." And he's like, "No, nah, they ain't. You know, they're just parasites. They're all these things." And then he shoots up the club. And it jumps forward in time because it fucking kills this guy's career, essentially. Because he's like, that's like, mm-hmm. I I caused that. It's mm-hmm. my fault. But he's not culpable because he's just, you know, a comedian on the airwaves. Yeah. And he uh, he's basically drinking himself to death. He gets ambushed by two guys who are, try- who are just beating up homeless people and like lighting them on fire. It's a Terry Gilliam movie. Oh. So he's a pretentious boy. <laughs> and he gets saved by Robin Williams, who is a homeless man. Who is insane and thinks he's a knight that goes by the name of Percy. Oh, I've and seen clips the, of this. Yeah, yeah, the Fisher King is the the knight who was tasked with finding the Holy Grail for God. And he thinks he knows exactly where it is. But he's crazy because his wife was killed in the club that night. And he was there and he oh. witnessed everything and he lost his mind about it. And it's just all that. But he like... He tries helping him, and like instantly, when he like thinks he's helped him, he dumps his girlfriend. He's like, I'm back on top. He's a shitty human being. But otherwise, I like the movie. <laughs> Not good character growth, though. That's why. Yes. Sorry. Where were we? Iron Man. Iron Man. Yes. <laughs> Jeff Bridges. Jeff. That's why. Sorry. That's yeah. what I thought about Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Uh, yeah. Jeff Bridges is like CEO. His dad's like partner. Some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we can make these into weapons, and then they fight. And Iron Man. <laughs> There's not much to say about Iron there Man. There really it's isn't a one note like, movie. Yeah, but, but the character the, development is there for Tony Stark's. Yeah. Starks. Oh, the Tony Starks. The I Tony love Starks, that Tony Starks them. boy. <laughs> we Just like, like the Rogers. <laughs> and John I, Candy's. I think that's our just our Wisconsin heritage right yeah. there, man. Just add an S to them. <laughs> the Rogers, man. All right. My number two. Your number I'm two. sorry. We're, we're, oh, no, I'm good. Okay. That's fine. My number two, kind of in tune with yours. Somewhat of a superhero movie. Kind of. I'm going with the movie Chronicle. Chronicle. Did you see Chronicle? I believe I have. Is that the one about the guys that learn they have superpowers? And... After the, it's like a found footage movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have seen so that's Chronicle. Um, it's about three kids in high school. Um, one of them is a super introvert who's in. They tell you that you're. <laughs> Those oh. kids in high, high school. school they, they tell, tell you that, that it's uncool. <laughs> She's still preoccupied. Nineteen eighty-five. Go ahead. <laughs> Three kids in high school. <laughs> they tell her that she's uncool. Yeah, uh, they uh, <laughs> one's one's a super introvert and like is in a really broken home. And he's the bad guy. Well, not necessarily. Uh, <laughs> Wait, are we gonna get, get philosophical on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. <laughs> well, that's that's, the, that's what I'm getting at. So he he <laughs> he's in a really broken home. His his dad's abusive. His mom is sick and dying. He uh, buys. This song got really weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> his uh, 
he buys a camera to kind of like document what's going on in his house and he's kind of carrying it around with him everywhere so it's shot found footage style and his cousin uh who's kind of like the i'm too cool for school i don't like anybody because i'm just too cool stereotype for it. Uh, he's that kind of guy. And then there's Michael B. Jordan's character who is... Bless very, Michael B. Jordan, yes. by the way. Uh, he is, he's a very confident guy. He's a very popular guy, but he's like, he's very down to earth at the same time. So he's a really, he's a really solid character on his own without any help, basically. And, um, one night there's this big party that they're all invited to. Well, they all go to. And, um, uh, the, the main guy who buys the camera, his cousin and Michael B. Jordan, uh, they go to smoke weed in the woods out back behind uh, the place that they were having the party. And he follows them with the camera and they go into this hole and there's this asteroid or something that's like blue and it gives them superpowers basically. Uh, and the whole movie is them trying to learn and develop their powers. And it's kind of a, it's a really interesting take on like what real true power can do to somebody who, you know, in different aspects. So like um, the Andrew Detmer, who is the, kid with the broken family he gets power and he kind of goes crazy with it spoiler he's the bad guy yeah he becomes <laughs> he does become the bad guy and he he just like because he has so much power and because of the place that he was in like he realizes that he can fix things if he, he just forces it now. Yeah. yeah so he finally gets a sense of control um whereas his cousin who is kind of like i'm too cool for this realizes like i i can't use this power for me like this is I have a responsibility now. And like, he actually like realizes that there are people around him. Like he actually has to care about these people. And then on Michael B. Jordan's side, like he being the person who was already pretty down to earth and a pretty, like a good human being Superman. with this power, just kind of like plays with the powers. Like he doesn't take it very seriously. And that's why it's my number two is because all three of these characters go through three different character arcs of like, basically what I was saying before, how there are different, versions of it now remind me do they ever really like come to a conclusion on this or were they, they setting were, it up for other they were ones? gonna make another um but they nece they didn't necessarily set it up for another um basically everybody dies other than the cousin um oh and the I cousin don't remember this it's movie you all. should rewatch it I and should. i i did spoil it but like it's good it's yeah. really really good i love this movie um basically michael b jordan's character is accidentally killed by andrew detmer's character or well, Andrew Dimmer is the character. I can't remember the guy's name. Anyway, the Dane DeHaan or something like that. Um, and then they the, the cousins end up fighting each other, and he has to kill Andrew to like save everybody basically. And then he goes on the run and kind of they kind of leave it at that. Um, but they were gonna set it up for another one where like three more kids found the rock basically, and but Dwayne just, the Rock Johnson. Yeah, he's just hanging out in the woods. Hey, guys. Superpowers. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Thanks, man. No problem. Be nice to kids. Is that your rock impression? Yeah, it was pretty good, wasn't it? It was. Thank I you. thought he was here. <laughs> but, Dwayne? But yeah, that's that's my number two just because every character has like just very unique growth. And that's it's very fair. understandable growth. That's fair. So, yeah. Chronicle. Check it out. Nice. Hit me with your number one. My number one. Oh, that was too hard. My number one. I'm going to hit you with it right now. You ready for it? Hit me. It's a series of movies, but I narrowed it down to one. Empire Strikes Back. Mm. <laughs> because. <Ow. yeah. laughs> 
Empire, though, of the Star Wars series. I'm yeah. saying Star Wars series in whole, but I'm going to focus on Empire because mm-hmm. that is where most of the character I growth figured, happens. I figured this was going to come up, but yes. Yes. I agree. Don't you agree. Yes, okay. I agree. <laughs> Sorry. You were saying it like, okay, but. <laughs> but yeah, I I mean, Empire is where you start to see the growth of Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. You start to see how Han Solo is maybe not that big of a badass. Mm-hmm. Um, Leia starts to take command of things and starts getting done. Lando's there. Can't Lando. Go. End of conversation. Uh, <laughs> Chewie has some growth, actually. He does. Because he like saves 3PO. Yeah. Every character in that movie, yeah, they, they all go through quite a lot. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So, like, that's where you actually start to see the character growth. You see, like, the effects of it in 6, of course. But I mm-hmm. think 5 is where you should really focus on where the growth starts. I think in, in 6, the, the only real developments are really between Luke and Vader. Oh, yeah. I think those are the well, only... You, you get to see what Luke as a Jedi Master looks like. Because mm-hmm. he's actually, like, matured now. And, like, yeah. he's not the fucking kid from the farm anymore. Yeah. But, like, episode 5 is, like, he goes from the kid from the farm to that guy oh exactly and actually not even that like he goes he ends up being broken by the end of that movie exactly but yeah. he still has that like poise at the end though because mm-hmm. it ends with him you know staring out the the window towards where space. <laughs> no because they're are they in space at that point? yeah they're just in space yeah but that's like he has that stoic posture of mm-hmm. the jedi master that yeah. he is and leia you're right leia has a big jump in like she, i think she becomes a general in that yeah one, she starts she? taking control of things she's no longer the princess she mm-hmm. is the general mm-hmm. at that point that's a good pick yeah I I definitely agree. The only thing is like based on like my my viewpoints, like eight eight changes a lot. Eight does change a lot. Eight changes a lot and it, it does change things from five because like well actually I should I I think my real gripe is with six. Not even what What's, am I trying to say? You know what? It's not even the movies. Nothing's wrong with the movies. No. All the growth is understandable, it's real, it's believable, and Luke's character I think is just I think the fans have t- turned him into like this perfect, he's not all powerful, smart, but he, savvy Jedi. But like, he's not watch, even in six, right? Like, watch six. six when he's about to kill his father out of yeah, anger. He has to stop and compose himself. Yeah, like, like he was not. this close to fucking murdering him. Yeah, so like, like, of course he would stop and like relocate himself. Yeah, and like, like he's, readjust and be like, nope, I'm not a Jedi. This isn't me. This is not what I he's do. He's pretty weak when it comes to his mentality. And he's his a fucking mental, pushover. Yeah, he's, he's weak. I yeah. mean, yeah, he's the most powerful Jedi, but... But he's still the son of Vader. Like, yeah, he's got still some anger in him. him. <laughs> exactly. But I, we can't get on We can't get on the... I can't talk about that for another five hours. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but no, I, I agree with you. Like, um, the Star Wars series as a whole with the character development of everybody is great, and 5 is definitely the pinnacle. Yeah, 5 is the apex. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't think there's a lot of character development for personally. There really isn't. It's it's, it's one it's one note. I'm yeah. Say, I love Star Wars, but episode four is a shitty sci-fi movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and rewatch that. It's like, whoo. <laughs> yeah. So once they actually have freedom to, like, fuck with the characters in 5, mm-hmm. you get actual character growth. Mm-hmm. And then 6 is sort of this finale of what they've become because you see luke and you sorry you see luke of course being you know the mystic jedi that he is right where by the way he's not an all-good person he straight up fucking chokes a dude to death in the first part of the movie yeah like no 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 jedi does choke is not a good jedi thing like that is a bad jedi move yeah he uses it (laughs) just saying like that's his dad's like go-to of like all right problem solver (laughs) and he uses it he could have just like 
made the little pig guy just like fall asleep or some shit. Just like, yeah, yeah, he could have been like, no, I'm allowed here. Yeah, you're allowed here. <laughs> nope, murder. Yeah, it's like, forward. all right, fuck you. <laughs> so like, he's not a good Jedi. Yeah, he never was. Yeah, and the fact that he would run away from this shit, exactly why he would do it. He's not a good Jedi. Yeah. We, he's we selfish. can't. We can't. Do he this. is a selfish man. We can't do this. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have even brought people, it up. People are not tuning in for more Star Wars. They are tuning. I shouldn't in. even brought it up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but. Episode 5 does have some great development. Exactly. So, I agree with you. That's good. Uh, Empire, of course, starts out in Hoth. There's a big battle. Then uh, they, they flee the Empire. Mm-hmm. Luke goes to Dagobah. Dagobah. Meets yep. Yoda, the best character in Star Wars. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Trains with Yoda for a bit. Han and Leia go to Bespin, where they run into Lando Calrissian, the coolest dude in the galaxy. <laughs> but he betrays them, and they get caught, and he gets he fights with Vader. He loses a hand, finds out he's his dad. Yeah. You've seen it. That's the, if you haven't seen Empire, I don't know why you're listening to this. <laughs> this is not your jam. <laughs> but please keep listening. It gets better. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Dutch. <laughs> Hats off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, so Empire. That's, yeah, that's good. One. All right. My number one. My number one is the movie about a bunch of kids. Stand going to see a body. Me. Stand by me. Stand by me is my number one. Specifically, uh, uh, Gordy Lachance, uh, the main character played by Will Wheaton. Uh, that whole movie is basically just about a couple, of, uh, a handful of kids, group of friends who hear about a kid who got hit by the train tracks and his dead body is there and there's a reward for finding the body. So they decide that they're going to go on this weekend trip uh, to hike out there and find the body and get the reward. And that's literally the entire movie. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, but... It is just an all-time classic, and these kids, first of all, killer performances by children. I don't know how you can get these kids to pull off this shit, but... Uh, I mean, he, he, I think they fucked him up pretty hard. <laughs> Will Wheaton? No, all the kids. Oh, yeah. Like, they're, they're all... <laughs> I think one of them's dead now, isn't Yeah, it? Uh, River Phoenix OD'd. Uh, well, I mean, uh, Jerry O'Connor, he's doing all right. The fat kid, he actually grew up to be, like, strikingly handsome and good guy. Good for him. And then uh, Corey Feldman... Is Corey Feldman now? So <laughs> he's not the one that's dead. No, River Phoenix is the one that's dead. No, no, no. There's two Corys. Yeah, there's Corey Feldman and Corey Haim. Haim. Corey Haim is the one. Corey Haim is the one that's, that's okay. dead. Corey, uh, the other one is still alive. Uh, so he is still in there. Um, and Will Wheaton is the main character. There's even a, a early performance by John Cusack in there, which is really good. Wow. Um, basically, uh, Gordy Lachance is a kid who lives in a family uh, who. His older brother, John Cusack, died in a car accident, and he was this star uh, quarterback of the football team and had these great great things going out for him, and his parents loved him but didn't really give Gordy any any love at all. His name was Gordy. Yeah. And then uh, John Cusack's character dies in the crash, and he basically gets ignored at home now, and it really takes a toll on him. And his friend River, River Phoenix's character, I can't remember his name in the movie, but he is, you know his family name basically says it for him like he's just like this dirt ball who will just flunk out of school be dumb and not have anything going for him and the other two are also from broken families and they're kind of just filler really it's really about river phoenix and will wheaton's characters but oh yeah the the amount of growth that they go through on their trip it's just it's just a really great coming of age story for all these kids and yeah it comes to a really good finale where 
everybody learns a good lesson. I don't know. I really don't want to ruin that one. I no, think that's, that's a good, fine. That's fair. That's a good. That's a good one to go and watch. I just I love it. I don't know. That's fair. Anything? Uh, anything to add? Yeah. I don't know. I think you covered it pretty well. <laughs> yeah, my, my number one. We're not talking me. about the ending, so I don't want to. Oh, that's true. Okay. Go into it because that's that's the biggest moment of like everybody has grown. Yeah. Yeah. So I just. I don't know. Love that movie. Love it. Yeah, it's a good movie. John Lovitz and I love it. I'm John Lovitz and I love it. Man, give him more work. Come on, Hollywood. Give John Lovitz more work. All right. Collab. This is going to be fucking rough. Collab. Collab. Fight. What are we doing? How are we doing this? I don't know. Have you not seen any of mine? No, have you not seen any of mine? Nope. And we have 10 different movies. Woo! All Let's right. run them down real quick, shall we? Yes. So at number five, we got The Birdcage, and we've got Children of Men. Mm-hmm. At number four, we've got Scrooged and Galaxy Quest. Mm-hmm. At number three, we've got Just Friends and Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. At number two, we have Iron Man and Chronicle. Mm. At number one, we have Empire Strikes Back and Stand By Me. Where do we begin? I think we could ditch Children of Men. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the ne- the first one to go is Children okay. of Men, because I like uh, everything else a lot more. I mean, I love that. That's one of my favorite movies, Children of Men. But when it comes to the character growth, it's pretty much the one character, and it's it's that's about it. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Oh, I feel that. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I think we could ditch Iron Man. You think? You want to go all the way to your two to get rid? I mean, you don't even want to ditch Birdcage first. I think the Birdcage has better development than Iron Man does, though. If you really think about it. That's why I was saying when I first started talking about, like, man, I fucked up. (laughs) Because there is more than one example of... Yeah, because everybody grows pretty well. Everybody grows pretty well. Yeah. Iron Man's just kind of one example That's a Yeah. I think Iron Man's the best superhero adaptation, but... I don't think it really stands up to the the eight other ones we have here. That's true. All right. Bye, Iron Man. I'll be just saying Iron Man. All right, so that narrows it down to eight. Hmm. I really, I mean, I, I almost said just friends, but then I realized, like, I really like how that character development works because it's like him forcing himself to grow. Yeah, it's a it different work. take on it. That's yeah. the thing. Everything else is sort of this natural take. This is him, like, f- forcing everything. Mm. I like that. And it's it's a very unique version of it. I like it. I agree. It's different. Um, I lean towards Scrooged. Unbreakable. Why not both? I say Scrooged Scrooge because, because it's it's a story about character development. It's an easy target, and I think yeah. we can let it go. That's a good point. But I think watch it's, Scrooged. It it's definitely needs the best to be take mentioned, on it. and it definitely needs to be mentioned in character development movies. Oh, yeah. or have or a good character arc because it might be the best like example of character development in any fiction. Yeah, because it is just about how your piece of shit shape up. Yeah. Like that's the entire <laughs> story. Like, yeah, yeah. So I believe it should be mentioned. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it belongs. Yeah, and so then, Scrooge is gone. And then I think Unbreakable is the next to go. Yeah. Uh, just because while I was talking about it, I realized like the development happens, but it's so slow. It's just yeah it's hard. I feel that. And I, it's so there's not yeah there's not a lot of like. I get it. I think so. That's why I think Unbreakable is the next to go. Alrighty, it's gone. All right, what do we got left? So we're sitting at the Birdcage, Galaxy Quest, Just Friends, Chronicle. Empire and Stand by Me. Hmm. A lot of decisions we need to make real yeah. quick. I really don't want to get rid of any, but if I had to get rid of one, ye, just friends. 
I still I lean towards Birdcage. Really? Yeah. Or or Just Friends. I mean, that's just me. I mean, what do you what are you leaning towards? What do you what do you got? Uh, you know, I want to talk more about the Birdcage, but as far as development goes, I think Just Friends does have a. It's definitely a five. Yes, if it makes it, it's gonna be. It's definitely a five. But so if the Birdcage makes it, I think that's. I mean, I don't see that beating anything else out. No. So I'm yeah I'm with you I think we get rid of the and birdcage I think birdcage goes it's fine we t- we talked about it in '96 we talked about it today go watch the birdcage 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 is good that's a fun watch good. all right all so right. we're down to five all right the galaxy quest just friends chronicle empire and stand by mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. all right so I think we already said it just friends just friends number spot. five yeah it's it, I think it's it's only on there because it has such a unique version of growth yes the fact that he's forcing himself to grow oh, it's also just a good work. movie yeah fucking <laughs> love just friends <laughs> blueberries <laughs> mikey and i are making snow angels i want to make snow angels <gasps> my snow collection <laughs> <laughs> i'm busy i'm busy stupid <laughs> dick <laughs> it's a good movie oh, oh my god just... chris plastic menus <laughs> this isn't gonna work <laughs> All right, moving on. What's number four? Let's see. We got rid of Just Friends. Ooh, I think uh, I think Empire, Stand by Me, Chronicle, and Galaxy Quest. Uh, you know what? I would I'd go for Chronicle number four. I I'm leaning that way too. I'm leaning that way too because there's no like the arcs are there's no like good resolution. Good, there's, yeah, there's there's no like winner. Like, Nobody really wins. No, no, one, no, no, one, one, like, no one really grows for the better. Yeah, they all kind of go on a downhill slope to death. Which like, is character's it, development. I mean, it's not... That's what I'm saying. Like, That's why I put it on my list. Is like, Not every character arc ends in happy-go-lucky, I've learned my lesson. Like, They oh, can end in death. <laughs> 100%. So, like, that's, a, that's a good... I like it at four. That's a four good, a good, good reason for four. Yeah. Alright. Three, Galaxy Quest... I don't know. You man. know what? I can argue. Yeah, I okay. can I can argue Gar- Galaxy Quest for the number one spot, dude. Like, uh, I don't think it'll go number one. You think? So I, I think we, two or three. So, okay, we put a, put Galaxy Quest strictly character development. I think the only reason I like it a little bit more than maybe like Empire is that Empire has like a whole saga behind it. Um, you know what? That's that makes a very it. fair point. That's, I think. I mean, but but at the same time, we have to think about the fact that we bleed Star Wars. Yeah. And that might be swaying us as well. well yeah, I wasn't arguing against <laughs> I'm it. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right. Um, that, But that doesn't necessarily mean that Empire goes three or anything like that. If anything, I actually say Stand By Me is a good three. Want to elaborate? The only reason... Okay, so Stand By Me, I think, is a good three... Um, because you know what I, I say that and I now I take it back because that it's a coming of age story like that is they all go through something they don't really like walk away it's not a good walk away yeah <laughs> no one walks but away I'm saying from like that, even like, then it's not like bad either though no I mean they learn stuff and they grow as kids but like like do that, they really change all that much as people I well I think it had a lot to do with um, will Wheaton's character becoming okay with himself and being okay with his writing because he ends up becoming an actual author he becomes a writer and Stephen King <laughs> yeah and then River Phoenix's character um he takes that um and is able to go 
and become a lawyer. Like he, he's been beaten down to this basically because of his name. He can't go further than, you know, high school, Mm -hmm. but he ends up fighting through that and making it as a lawyer. Uh, and I mean, the other two characters, they don't, nothing really happens. Is that what's going to fault it though? I think that's, that's really the biggest thing is like, there's the two characters that really, really make it. But the rest of the cast really doesn't. Yeah. Because, uh, like Corey Feldman's character, he just, all his only thing is that he wants to be in the army and he's not able to go to the army. And that's really all that happens with him. Poor kid. And then, um, uh, the the other guy, uh, the fat kid, um, he basically just settles down and has like eight kids. So like he doesn't really grow from that experience. Big really. old thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now that I'm now that I'm talking about it, it's like you know what? It's three really, is a good spot. Will Wheaton and River Phoenix's characters are I amazing growth, amazing arcs. The other two not really. So I think that yeah, three is three, a good three's spot. A good spot. So it comes down to two sci-fi movies. Two for sci-fi movies about two. essentially the same thing. <laughs> I'd say that Galaxy Quest I mean, is different. Basically, you got Star Trek versus Star Wars in this case. Now, I, I don't want to make it this easy, but Galaxy Quest number one, man. Really? You just want to... No, wanna... the, well, here's, here's why. Because as you were explaining it, Galaxy Quest takes place in one movie. Mm-hmm. You don't see a lot of the effects of Empire until re- until Return. Yeah, that's where I'm coming from. I'm sure you could argue counter. So, well, the only thing that I would say is for Empire, it does like Han's character has a really good arc in Empire. Yeah, uh, as well as Leia, Han and Leia, and Lando is just I think Lando's is just a little too too forced. Because it's like... Well, yeah, because he comes in halfway the, through the movie and yeah, they have to do something with him. Because yeah. he's the good guy. He's the bad guy. He's the good guy. He's the bad guy. Like, he, he's like... And even then, you don't even see him really change until Return. Yeah. Because Return is when he comes back. He's like, no, nah, I'm a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Coke 45. <laughs> I think... You know what? I'm going to agree with you. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say Empire 2. Wow, we're going to give a Star Wars movie the not the number one spot. We've done it before and we'll do it again. When did we do it? I don't remember. I feel like we've done it before. I mean, we gave in our Star Wars episode. <laughs> that might be what I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right. Yeah. Are you okay with it? Yeah. You know what? I love I, Galaxy Quest. I and I'm too. totally okay with I, this. I do too. And I just think there's more growth there because yeah. it is a lot of pompous retired actors who can't get any other work because they've only been doing Star Trek for their mm-hmm. entire lives. Because that's why Alan Rickman's character is suicidal because like that character ruined him. Yeah. Because he can't do anything else and he's like a classically trained actor. Yeah. And like he was like he was in like England doing like stage performances of Shakespeare and then he took one call and like that's why he's stuck wearing this ridiculous makeup every day. Exactly. And it, But he learns to embrace that and like learns to like he realizes that that character has an effect on people and he's okay with that. Like, yeah. Oh, I love that movie. It's good. Yes. It's really every, every character goes through a really big arc that is like truly life changing for them. Um, Ted, um, (laughs) I am totally okay with this. Yes. Love galaxy. Well, as they say on Ted on, let's break this down with a Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme, break it down. On Ted, um, (laughs) coming in in number five, we got just friends. It's just helpful. Coming in at number four, we got the movie Chronicle. Lion does not feel guilty when it kills a gazelle, right? You do not feel guilty when you squash a fly. And I think that means something. I just think that really means something. 
Coming in at number three, we've got Stand By Me. Now he said Sick'em Boy, but what I heard was Chopper Sick Balls. <laughs> number two, we've got Empire Strikes Back. No, I am your father. And the, the the Star Wars saga, let's just call it that. <laughs> and of course, number one, we got Galaxy Quest. How did I come to this? Not again. I played Richard III. Five curtain calls. There were five curtain calls. I was an actor once, damn it. Now look at me. Look at me! I can't go out there and I won't say that stupid line one more time. Is there air? You don't know. <laughs> on tap. On. We didn't even talk about it. There are... Two members of Raising Hope in that movie who we only saw from the back and we're like, that's Frank. <laughs> you remember that? Yes, we were watching, watching it one day. And it was just the back of a guy's head. And like, is that Frank from Raising Hope? And it was. <laughs> There's this random bathroom scene like right in the beginning. Sorry, Jeremy. I just think without her around, we could hang out more. <laughs> we see. And then... Um, Barney from Raising Hope. He's one of the Trekkies in there too. He has no no lines. He's just there. He's a line. He's in the he's in the line. Uh, getting autographs. he's getting autographs, but he doesn't say anything. I thought he said something. No, because oh. because Justin Long's character like cuts him off. That's right. Justin Long is in that movie. It's his first. Uh, Justin Long, do more stuff. I love you, man. <laughs> it's his first performance. It's, it's on his IMDb. It. It's the number one he performance that he's had. I also rewatched Dodgeball. Did you? <laughs> yes, it was on in a hotel. I'm sorry. It keeps coming back to me because it's been a fucking <laughs> nightmare of two weeks. So yeah, we watched Dodgeball's Dodge awesome. But I was I was thinking like, man, he had greasy hair, and then like he had greasy hair in Dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I did. I liked. I loved this list. This was good. This is a good list. I it liked, turned out making it was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. But <laughs> I liked actually delving into like an aspect of movies, which is really like like not just like a generalization of something, like yeah, something that's was good. kind of more specific. Speaking of that, it. what the fuck are we gonna do next week? <laughs> We're gonna do tubas. Creature sidekicks, that's what we're doing. We're doing sidekicks that are creatures. Creature sidekicks. Creature sidekicks that are creatures. We're rushing because he realized he has to play volleyball in 30 minutes and it takes volleyball. 30 minutes to go get there. He has made terrible choices in his life and now he's playing volleyball. That is the terrible choice of life. It is the terrible choice. <laughs> so that's it. We're going to do t- creature sidekicks. It's going to be a weird list. Oh, thanks as always to my girlfriend, Teresa Kaler, for the suggestion. That's I almost right. forgot to give her that shout out. Shout out. If you want a shout out, send us a fucking list example. Come on, please. We're dying. <laughs> We're doing creature sidekicks, okay? I mean, we're going to get to everything eventually. That's the theory. Yeah. <laughs> or, we, or we won't. We'll see. Uh, yeah, as always, send it to the number two, G-U-Y-T. Oh, there's an S in it? Two guys. Okay. The number two, G-U-Y-S-T-O-P-5 at gmail.com. That's the that's the that's it. Thanks, Hoodie Allen, for letting us use your song "Movie" off the album. People, People keep, keep talking. talking. I remembered after <laughs> three weeks. Uh, follow us on all the bullshit at Two Guys Top Five. The number two, the number five guys top. You get it. Uh, I'm Tiggy B Winky on Twitter. He is Lucas Swanson on Twitter. Follow us, like us, give us a comment, subscribe, spread it around, share the love. We love you guys. Love, live, learn. That's all I got. Fuck it. Let's go. Uh, Take care. Be good. Watch more movies. It's been three weeks and I don't remember what we're doing. Woo!
Bear?